I'm Archie. And I'm Alex. And welcome back to Melbourne Movie Maestros, where today we're reviewing Loki. This is our first TV show, so this is our uh, new format. We're going to go through episode by episode, saying what we liked and disliked, and at the end we're going to go through everything that um you know doesn't really fit into an episode. <laughs> yeah, so we're not sure if we'll do more of these or not, so we'll see how it does. Mm. Uh, so let's get into it. So in the first episode, um, I'm going to... In the first episode, we, like, what I really liked about this episode is it was sort of introducing us to this character, because in general, yeah. in the MCU, we haven't seen much of Loki. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I don't watch many Marvel movies, but it feels like he doesn't really do much except for serve as an antagonist. Probably. Yeah, so that's that's the main thing he does, just an antagonist in Thor, Thor the Dark World, the Avengers, and then he appears in Ragnarok and other stuff a bit later. But, um... Yeah, so we haven't really seen much of this character, and we don't really know where his morals lie. Like, we haven't seen him grow sh really strong bonds yeah. apart from Thor. Um, I feel in this mo in the first episode especially, they were just cramming a lot of character development in. Mm. Like, I mean, I haven't seen the movies, like I said, but like when his mum died, is that his? Yeah, that was yeah. his mum. Okay, just checking. Yeah, um, yeah, but I agree. But I feel like they sort of needed to get all that character development yeah. out. So that they could make the you know the later episodes go smoother without having to go. Oh, and I remember when you killed your mother. Yeah, I mean they did it well because they had this whole thing where you yeah. could look over everything that's happened and in his life. So. I remember when it first came out, I was really scared how they were gonna make him be good. Like I was scared. Well, yeah. when it first came out and I first saw the trailer, I thought, oh, this is gonna be anarchy and chaos and oh my gosh. But um. Yeah. When I realised that he was going to be good, I was scared that they were just going to go, Oh, you're a good guy now because you saw something good happen. <laughs> like, they yeah. were going to do a really lazy way of doing it. But um, this way I didn't mind too much. I'm yeah, I feel like they, it could have been done sort of better or maybe made him more sociopathic. Or yeah. Because it kind of feels like a different character, but I mean, I'm not sure if he had... Yeah. Well, in Thor Ragnarok, um, he became more of a good guy. That was sort of his turning point, really. And sort of in Thor The Dark World, but... Yeah. He also didn't. <coughs> um, but another thing I really liked was that introdu introduction to the TVA. Yeah. I thought that the TVA's aesthetic was very oh, the nice and the TVA clean. sets were so good. I know. It was some of the architecture that I designed. I know that half of the CGI, I don't care, right? It's still great. It still looks good. <laughs> yeah. I I'm not sure what the whole entire... Like, you look out the window and there's just a endless city... Yeah. I'm not sure why they need a city. Me neither. I think like it could have been just like the Citadel or something, but like maybe a yeah. bit bigger. But uh, I I also really liked like it wasn't just limited to the architecture and stuff. Yeah. Like I liked like the little animations they had, and it all sort of had a theme throughout. Yeah, like sort of it was like sort a, of a retro thing. Yeah, like a seventies esque sort yeah. of. Yeah. Also, this is probably time to say that there'll be spoilers in this. Yep. <laughs> spoilers <laughs> if you haven't seen Loki. A bit late. Yeah, a bit late. Um, but. Have we actually introduced episode one? I don't think so. So okay. this, the, we're doing episode one. We should yep. probably go over what happens. Okay, so in episode one, we follow Loki at the end of Avengers Infinity... Oh. Avengers Endgame. 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 Oh my gosh. Uh, the... When he gets the Tesseract after the Avengers fail their mission, he teleports himself to the desert where he is arrested by the mysterious yeah. Time Variant Authority with each of their little Minutemen. He meets Hunter B-15, who is the one who arrests him and brings him to yeah. the TVA. Here is where he meets uh, Owen Wilson, who plays Morbius. Uh, which is... I thought it was 
Mobius. Mobius, Morbius. It's the same thing. <laughs> Mobius, Morbius is another guy in uh, Marvel that's coming. Better not confuse them. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Sorry. Here is where he meets Mobius, um, who interviews him and wants him to do a job for him. He looks through his life and all the things that have happened and suddenly has a change of character. He doesn't want to be the one to lie. He wants to form a bond with Mobius yeah. and stop whatever's happening. Which we don't know yet because it's <laughs> episode one. But I really I really liked uh, episode one and all the aesthetics that the TBA had, like Miss Minutes and yeah. I feel like in episode one they sort of lost it a little later in the season, but they did a lot of cool like time things. Like yeah. you know when they would rewind on the temp pad and then when Hunt with the time twister as yeah. well, that thing. Okay. And when Hunter B-15 punches Loki, and then they put him in slow-mo, so he's oh, feeling yeah. the pain <laughs> in real time. And I thought like there were all these cool little time things, but they sort of lost them later on in the season. Yeah, I would just like to see more of the time thing, instead of just yeah. more random time travel, like mm -hmm. in that game. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I also found uh, Mobius' character to be pretty funny. He gets funny much later, but yeah, it's all... It's all the jet skis. Yeah, with the jet ski <laughs> and stuff. But um, I, I would say the biggest thing that I liked about this episode was, like, sort of going... It was more of a character piece on Loki, this first episode. A lot of talking. I get that a lot of people don't like all this talking in the yeah. show. Like I Especially saw, with an hour-long episode. Mm, I saw a lot of people that didn't like all the talking in the first episode, but I really enjoyed it because we haven't seen much of Loki, as I've said. Um, yeah. I liked the TVA-esque sort of theme that it was going for. And I liked all the little time things that they did. I thought that was really creative. Yeah. Um, you? Yeah, I think the time, whole time stuff and the retro theme and everything was cool. Yeah. Like with the propaganda on the walls as mm. well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to talk about something that I really didn't like in this episode, though. Mm -hmm. Probably the worst part of the entire season. Mm. <laughs> okay. Big reveal early on. Uh, but with the whole, the Avengers did what had to happen and then he did what wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. Like, if they did what was allowed to happen, how did it lead to Loki doing what, what happened? Wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, that, that's confusing as well, because... Mate, look, I, I, I don't really know. Because what wasn't supposed to happen, right, is he wasn't supposed to pick up the Tesseract yeah, and teleport. Yeah. But how were they supposed to miss the Tesseract if he wasn't supposed to pick up and teleport? How, how are they supposed to go back and get the, the Tesseract from... Like, what was it like 19 something something 40s I don't know, <laughs> know start of shield like how would that happen if Loki didn't do it or yeah. maybe Loki was supposed to do it but didn't teleport yeah I feel like this the whole introduction to the Loki series could have been done way better yeah 100% like if he if he got the tesseract and then teleported and like stole a bunch of cash or like killed someone then I would have understood but yeah like but then he just picked it up and teleported yeah. away like yeah, uh, yeah, that was a bit for me, yeah. but I, I, I'll talk about that later after we've finished all the episodes. Yeah. I want to talk about something. I want to say something as well. So, for like Endgame spoilers, to yeah, Endgame spoilers as, as well. well. <laughs> Loki like spoils Endgame, Thor, Thor the Dark World. Just watch the MCU, alright? <laughs> Before you watch this, I know it's like 78 hours, but just watch it anyway. Or just not watch any of it and go into a completely blind like me. Yeah. yeah. So. Also, spoilers for the last episode. I'm gonna, if 
he who remains can like controls everything and stuff. Why did Loki pick it up in the first place? Well, it branches this entire time. The thing is, he paved the road, so he yeah, must have sort of paved it so that he must have picked it up and sent it to him. Okay, good point. Um, and then episode two. This is where Loki teams up with Mobius, and the whole team go to hunt the other variant of Loki. Yeah, I feel I think using another. Loki as the other variant they have to hunt is a really good plot device. Yeah, same here. Especially since this show is centred around Loki. Yeah. You know, the more Loki... Like, it, it makes it more engaging. Like, I was like, oh, it's a Loki variant. Mm. Yeah. I also really liked the lighting in a lot of these. Like, I feel like the lighting, like, this is where it started to pick up more. I really liked... Well, I, look, here it wasn't as strong, but I feel like later in the season, like, I... Not really. Sort of, like... Three is where the lighting's good. Like when they're on Lamentus, I don't know. I yeah. I sort of like the lighting on Lamentus. Uh, I didn't like the lighting. You know, in the fight scene at the start, it, yeah. was, it was just all dark. I couldn't tell what was happening except mm. for a few green flashes. Are you talking about the one in the like, circus? Yeah, tent? in the circus yeah. tent where it's just you just see people bunching around. Yeah, that lighting bit was kind of that weird. I agree, bad. but I I also I also didn't like um the choice of song of holding up for a hero. Yeah. While she's like killing a bunch of people and <laughs> enchanting someone to kill a bunch of people, and then yeah. dragging the, the the knocked out corpse and like interrogating them, like. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean, I guess it's sort of anti-hero kind of thing. Which yeah. Loki's deal is, but. Um. But what I did like is at the end when she like bombed all of the timelines and whatever, and then it went red, and then oh, yeah. we saw Sylvie, and she has a horn, and that's why she looks like the devil. From episode one, yeah, from episode callback. one with the the blue, Ka bluey, yeah. yeah, and pointed to the devil, yeah. I, I think it was cool how they they also had like a mirror in the background, yeah, with the devil painting in the reflection. Oh, really? Yeah, when when Mobius was talking to the little girl, yeah, it was in the reflection, so I thought that was pretty good. Um, symbolism. I don't I don't really know how I feel about the whole apocalypse, hiding in apocalypses. Yeah, thing. I feel like there's a lot of plot holes that come with that. Like, I mean, it sort of makes sense, but since another variant could create another multiverse or whatever, yeah. couldn't that possibly create another timeline where the apocalypse doesn't happen? Or yeah. They and escape it? I feel like Pompeii is a pretty like bad example of an apocalypse, because yeah. I feel like at least one or two people have escaped Pompeii. Yeah. And so if they go in and tamper with it, then that means that more people have escaped. Like, there's just so many... like. Yeah. For example, Ragnarok, that wasn't an apocalypse because everybody survived, everybody left, apart from Hela and Surta. Like, yeah. there was, like, I feel like it, w it sort of made sense, but the apocalypses that they used as an example, like, didn't really make sense yeah. to me. Yeah, I think the Lamentous one was, I think, like a big moon. Yeah. That was pretty like, that, that, of course, nobody's gonna survive. Like, it's yeah. a, the planet, like a moon, a planet, yeah. like, lighting, like. I think. Like, in ep are we on episode 3 now? Or are we still uh, on episode 2? <laughs> well, episode 2, nothing much really happened. No, I, I think it, w it was just exposition, yeah. kind of. I think it, it was done pretty well, though. Yeah, and no, I especially liked how we got to see more of, like, Mobius this episode. Mm. And we got to explore him a bit. Because, yeah, anyway, I won't, that's another TV also, show I'm going to talk Yeah? Hold on. Favourite line in all of um, Loki? Your salad is Asgard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of, like, funny bits with Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston in this episode. Yeah, I would have liked to see a bit more comedy of, like, you know, the MCU comedy yeah. flair, not just alligator Loki. Look, it's an alligator. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> alligator. Whoa. Um, yeah, I agree. Like, but 
But then again, a lot of people don't really like the MCU sort of quips because they think that it takes away from some of the emotion sometimes. And since this series is like, like serious. yeah, quite yeah. serious and a bit more, like it takes a bit more emotion to kind of get you through it. But then I think if if they're gonna do for the more serious thing, they shouldn't randomly have a few quips in there as well. Yeah, they should shoot one or the other with MCU kind of things. Yeah. Um, another thing as well as I wanted to say is Rock's Cart, where they're hiding from the storm, uh, is is a branch of Roxon, which is in the Marvel universe, uh, which is an evil company. Uh, yeah, so that's a that's a comic callback. And another thing I wanted to say was I saw this thing. I think I I don't really know. No, I, I think I believe it. But there was a thunderstorm when they went. Like of course the storm. Yeah. That's the apocalypse. And when there was thunder and lightning, Loki looked back and looked at the sky. And apparently that meant like he was looking at Thor. Like it reminded him of oh, Thor. And he was missing I Thor. So yeah. Symbolism. Symbolism exactly. Uh. Since we're on the topic of episode three, mm-hmm. episode uh, three, I just want to talk about Sylvia for a bit. So Sylvie or Sylvia? It, which one is it? Is Sylvie. It just, I think it's Sylvie. I, just, I called her Sylvia in like the highest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. so I'm gonna call her Sylvia, but it's Sylvie. Never mind. So I'm not sure how she got like all like she stole all those things from the hunters, but. Just putting them through the portals. How does that make another time? Well, I think like, she, I think she used the ten pad to make portals to different timelines because the ten pads yeah. can bring you to any timeline in the world, pretty much. But yeah, that kind of doesn't really. I, I mean, it looked epic. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I feel like with time travel, there are going to be a lot of plot holes. Yeah, like, especially like I was I was confused as to which one was the sacred timeline. Like, is yeah. that Tom Hiddleston's one or is that? Okay, well, I will get back to that later, because I actually have an explanation for that one, oh, I think, okay. at least. Um, but back to episode two, sorry, just really quickly. I feel like episode two was a lot about betrayal and yeah. seeing if you could trust Loki. I feel like that was the integral theme of episode yeah. two. The character development was done better in this one. Yeah, than it was. 100%. Um, so now to episode three. Okay, flip your pages, everyone, to page three of the notes. Um... Episode 3. This is where we follow Loki and Sylvie as they escape to the TVA, um, where they are thought to take it down, sort of? Yeah, I th- sort of. I don't know. I don't Loki know. wants to talk with the timekeepers. and Yeah, after interrogating the Minuteman, I suppose. Minuteman. Minuteman. <laughs> it's Minuteman, but it's a woman. I'm just going to say minute person because I feel like, anyway. Yeah. Um, after interrogating a minute person, Sylvie finds out where the timekeepers are hiding. After her mission is failed and Loki teleports her to Lamentus, an inescapable apocalypse, they must band together to try to escape. Yeah, uh, we get a lot of friendly, well, not friendly, but banter between the two of them. Mm. I think it was pretty fun because they're like yeah. <laughs> the, the, the same, same person. person. <laughs> and Loki has to figure out, find out how annoying he is to deal with. Yeah. That was, I mean, pretty funny without doing with the Marvel quips and stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like Sophia DiMartino, who plays Sylvie, Sylvie, not Sylvia, um, I feel like, this, like as the episode went on, she became more comfortable in the role of Sylvie. Yeah. Like, I felt like at the start, she, like, sort of wasn't going as far as she did, like, yeah. later on. And she learned to trust Loki as well. Yeah, but, like, the actor herself, like went more into the yeah. role and definitely got a lot more comfortable as the episode and the series as a whole um, went, on. went onwards. 
So we get actor development as well as character development. Exactly. Um, here we go. Uh, oh, also, I think in episode three they reveal that like all of the TVA were variants. No, I don't think it was episode three. It was episode three. I have it in my notes as episode three. Oh, maybe it's the end of episode three. Yeah, I think it's the end or something. Wait, hang on. So when they're talking to C20. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, in episode three. What am I thinking of? Um, yeah, in that, episode three. I think that's one of the... That's, like, a really good yeah, plot that, twist. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I like, know. Normally, for some kind of plot twist like that, I'm like, oh, okay, wait, I'm joking. Yeah. But that one actually got me on the edge of my seat. Mm. Um, what I wanted to say is in this, I really like the purple hue that they gave the episode. It really felt like it was on another world. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't on Earth, you could tell. Um, and another thing I wanted to say was there was a long shot when they were going onto the rocket. Yeah. So when they went off the train and they entered the town, they saw the rocket. There was a continuous shot as they walked around, and I thought that was really good. Um, yeah. Because first of all, it's a long shot. Like that's gonna take a lot of practice. <laughs> but second yeah. of all, there were so many extras and things that were happening. It would have taken so many tries to get it perfect. Yeah, to get everyone doing the same thing. Like continuously. Yeah, and like it's a Marvel movie, right? So there's gonna be like fire and explosions. And exactly. Like we yeah, have people the explosions falling over. Were good. Yeah. <laughs> the explosions yeah, were pretty were. good, I mean. <laughs> um yeah, but I thought that was a pretty really good shot and I feel like not a lot yeah. of people are talking about it. And when the Ark was destroyed and like you see not only Loki just like, oh no, but like you see the people around him dropping to their knees and like crying yeah. and stuff. That's like really good world building. And I feel like that's another example of like when the show like has to go with the emotional beats more than the quips. Yeah. Like if he had a well, that's that's our way out gone. Like it yeah. definitely wouldn't have had that much of a yeah, att right. attention yeah. to it. Um yeah. Like if your only way out of the planet was destroyed, yeah. you wouldn't be joking with I'm, I'm glad they didn't do anything like that. Yeah. Um I didn't have a, a stop between episode 3 and episode 4. Uh, lighting. Okay. Um, it, that's... I think the train scene was pretty good. Oh, the train, <laughs> yeah. We definitely saw a lot more chemistry between the two actors. Um, yeah. That's what I'm talking about when they both got a bit more comfortable, like, acting with each other and in their roles. Yeah, it was a rocky start. But... Yeah. Um, but there, there was definitely a lot more chemistry on the train, and I really liked seeing these two actors like you know kind of yeah. bounce off each other really well um and knowing where to like sort of slow down for the emotional beats yeah. and then when he got drunk I mean they got thrown off the train was pretty yeah. funny I would have liked to see also why um Sylvie's horn is broken or one of them yeah like, I, would, I, I think it would have been cool to have like a flashback or something well, and we can see more into her character I think that also means that she's like not she's saying that she's not a Loki like yeah. she's broken off her horn. Like it's a bit of symbolism. I'm I'm not I'm not any normal Loki. <laughs> I'm different. No, but it's a fashion statement. Yeah, but she's she's saying that she's Sylvie now. She's not yeah. Loki anymore. I, well, at least that's what I got from it. But that's yeah. the thing about film that's really great is that everybody gets like different meaning, different messages from different things. Yeah. Also wondering why her why her name is Sylvia. I, I think they they want. I would have liked them to explore more why her, she's called Sylvia. Mm. Like, is it named after? someone she met or and talking about that I really wanted them to go more into her story as a whole like yeah. all we've really gotten is that she was playing with toys she got taken away and then she was on the run yeah 
Um, did they explain what her Nexus event was? I think... Well, I saw all these this stuff online, like, she was supposed to play with the Viking boat, but she played with the dragon or something. But there was other stuff saying, like, she was playing with a Valkyrie, so maybe she wanted to be a Valkyrie. And yeah. Anyway, it wasn't officially explained, but a bunch of people were saying different things. Um, and how much of a narcissist do you have to be to literally fall in love with yourself? <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's a commentary into his character, sure, but, yeah. like... Yeah. <laughs> Especially in episode six, like Yeah. Um I mean fall maybe just being good friends with each other could have been enough, but yeah. they had to like they have to make it a relationship. I, I felt like it was just cramming in a random love interest for yeah. the, the Marvel team. Um uh, do you reckon you finish with episode three? Uh yep. We okay. can move on to episode four. Episode four. Sylvie and Loki now stuck on Lamentus have formed a bond and when they look at each other they spark cause a nexus event, leading them to be taken away from the mentors and brought into the yeah. TVA. In Each an apocalypse. In an apocalypse. Each being separated and interrogated by themselves. We get further explanation on the TVA. Yeah. Get I, some character growth. I liked, yeah. to, I liked how we got to see um, how the TVA is corrupt as well. Yeah. Like taking away kids because they play with the wrong toy. Yeah, exactly. And I like to see that we get to learn that this isn't like a like a professional thing for Judge yeah. Renslayer anymore. This is a personal thing. Um, yeah. But as well, I feel like that was such a duo ex machina for them to just like look at yeah. each other and it's like, oh, oh we're oh, safe now. Oh, oh, we just look at each other. This massive nexus in the bed in the in literally the thing that's not supposed <laughs> to cause nexus events. Yeah. Anyway. So I mean, that was kind of annoying, but yeah, we can get past it. And. We I remember watching it the first time and going, this is such a, like, of course. They're just looking at each other, causing them to break all the rules and stuff. Yeah. But they then re-watching it, they also said further, like, I believe that the thing that you two did can bring this whole place down. <laughs> um, Good Owen Wilson. Yeah, thank you. Um, but uh, then they just don't they just don't talk about it. Do they? No. Yeah. Uh, but then again, in episode six, Kang did say that he paved the road. Yeah. So maybe you paved the road for them to escape. Yeah, I feel that that's a. I mean, it explains a lot of it, but it, I, th I think it doesn't explain it well. Yeah. Kind of just oh, all of it happened. Oh, we'll get into that on. It's like six. fixing potholes with just like a glue gun, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get onto more of that in episode six. Yeah, though. episode six. Also, when with the when judge something something. Renslayer. Same thing. Yeah. Um, went to see the timekeepers mm -hmm. and the, that shot with the timekeepers with like the wet red background and everything. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I really like the atmosphere that they bring to like like we've yeah. already talked about the um, you know the TVA and everything, but we also talked about the purple hue on the Mentis and yeah. Uh, yeah. I think uh, of them not actually being timekeepers. I mean, or the timekeepers or the, what they thought they were. Yeah, I think. I was kind of disappointed, honestly, because mm. they were like talking them up for the better part of the show. Well, just... uh, okay, I'm gonna say I remember watching the show when it, first, but that was my yeah. first experience, and I, you know, went every week. I'd go, oh, Loki's out. Um, but yeah. I remember when I saw Sylvie chop off their robotic head and look into wires, my jaw dropped. Really? Really? Wow. It's it seems like a really bad plot twist, but it worked on me. It did. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, I'm. Yeah, By this yeah. time, I'd been following these characters for like three weeks, and it's like, oh yeah, timekeepers. That's like the part of the law. Like, of course they're gonna be real. Like, yeah. why would you think? Like, why would you think that they were gonna be fake? But, what, um, were they fake in the comics? Do you know? Uh, I don't 
I haven't heard about the comics. I didn't hear much. Of, I didn't read much of the TVA in the comics or read about them in the comics. I know that their suits were very different, and they were all like I know that it was different in the comics, and but I didn't really know much about the comics. Like I knew yeah. a little bit. Um. But yeah, the atmosphere they bring is really good. Timekeepers. Uh, it was kind of weird. You you think that it was kind of weird when yeah you chopped their heads off and I was like oh. I mean I think that I, I think it was cool shot when like they she threw the knife or sword or whatever yeah chopped off their head I thought oh is it done is that like what are they gonna do for the next few episodes and then they're fake so I, yeah. I felt it was sort of an excuse to drag it out more mm. but we got to see he who remains yeah um but I I backtrack a bit in the episode um first of all. We got to see a tiny bit more of some cool time things with yeah. Loki being trapped in a bad memory, <laughs> which I thought was pretty good but, torture, but, to be honest. Yeah, um, it, it was a good way to cram, or not cram, but it was actually good character development. Mm. Like, after all this, yeah, he knows that he's a horrible person. Yeah. And so, he, yeah. Yeah. But we also get to see the original actor returning as the role of Sif. Uh, Sif. Sif, oh. Lady Sif. You know, the person who was kicking him. Oh, yeah. He's like, you lying, measly, <laughs> arrogant. Something. Yeah. Something. Um, and I remember, another, like, my draw job, the kind, like, this one, okay, the timekeeper's draw drop wasn't probably as big as this one, but when they killed Owen Wilson, oh, I remember yeah. first thinking that, I was like, no! Yeah, I why? feel, when they were doing the relationship I, with Judge something something. Yeah, Renslayer. Renslayer, okay. Judge Renslayer and Mobius, like, they went into that relationship more and then, like, a few minutes later he was dead. Mm. Pruned. Pruned. <laughs> He's not dead, guys. They're pruned. Yeah. I mean, if they want to get rid of, um, variants, why don't they just, like, kill them instead of just, <laughs> instead of just make, putting them somewhere where they can potentially well, escape? I but, I don't know. Uh, uh, the interrogation was pretty good as well. I feel like Owen Wilson did some pretty good acting there when he was interrogating, like, Loki. Like, you could definitely tell the difference between the first episode and yeah. the fourth episode. Like, he's like, look, I'm over it, man. <laughs> Literally stabbed me in the back, like, three times. Or betrayed yeah. me three times, I should say. Yeah. Stabbed me in the back. He's already done that 53 times. Yeah. Um, but there was a difference there, and also, they said vampires in the TVA, which is a thing in Marvel Comics, like a pretty big thing. A pretty big thing? Yeah, because Blade is a vampire slayer with the powers of a vampire. You know Blade? No. no. There was a trilogy <laughs> of pretty bad movies, uh, the Blade trilogy. There's a new Blade coming out uh, with Marcella Ali. I don't know if I said his name right. Um, and there's also Mobius, which is another vampire. Morbius. Morbius. It's not Owen Wilson Morbius. <laughs> uh, Morbius, which is another vampire who's a Spider-Man villain. Ooh. Um, but vampires, and I thought, oh wow, vampires. I didn't notice that in the first yeah. watching. Also, with the timekeepers, like when they were talking, I felt like they were giving away probably some important stuff. Mm. But I couldn't understand anything <laughs> that they were saying. I just heard muffled. And I feel like their designs were kind of weird as well. Like, yeah, one of them like, was like, like if the Lorax and the Grinch had like a baby. <laughs> yeah, they were just these ugly fairy lizard things. Yeah. Like, with these 60s looking costumes on. Like, they could.
They could have revamped the costumes a bit, like what they do with the Lords and Yeah. Um, as well, as well, uh, can we talk about the post credit scene of episode 4? Oh, yeah. When Loki is pruned, and he wakes up to see boastful Loki, old Loki. Boastful? Yeah, that's his name, boastful Loki, old Loki, classic Loki, sorry, classic Loki. I mean, he was old. And kid Loki, and alligator Loki. Yeah. Uh, with boastful Loki. Should we go over to episode 5 then? Hang on, just, that was a, I just want to say, like, that was a pretty big thing, because, you know, we thought pruning was death, but no. No. It's a convenient way to keep going. (laughs) Um, also, that was a, I thought that was a pretty good atmosphere as well, because we can even tell by Loki's eye colour that everything was all grey. Yeah. his eyes, like, dimmed a bit in colour. Um, but before we move on to episode 5, uh, there are a lot of Easter eggs in this episode. Uh, so I'm going to... Say the ones that I saw, and I'm going to look here to see if I can see any others. So <laughs> we're on IMDb, by the way. Yeah, we're on the IMDb yeah. trivia page. It probably isn't professional, but you know what? That's alright. Um, do you want to introduce episode five? Oh, okay. So hold on, let me get my sheet out. Okay. So in episode five. This is basically just Loki trying to escape Pruneville. Um, <laughs> Pruneville. <laughs> the, uh, void. the void at the end of time, thank you very much. Pruneville. Uh, Pruneville, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think the starting off animation for going into Pruneville, I'm going to call it Pruneville, so get used to it. Um, from going into Pruneville, the animation was so good. Mm, definitely. Think, yeah. Do you have anything you want to say? Um, okay, so first I want to say two Easter eggs that I found. Um, Throg, which was a really good Easter egg. If Throg is a, a very funny story in the comics. Um, I, I'm not going to explain it because it's kind of long and we're kind of running out of time. But it's really funny and it's really cool that they had him in a little jar. Uh, so that was funny. There was also the Thanos copter, which, Thanos copter? which is even funnier. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> um, which in the comics, Thanos was he he had a Thanos copter and he. <laughs> what like the bat copter? <laughs> <laughs> I will show you an image of okay. the Thanos copter. I mean, you guys won't be able to see. Yeah, it. you can search up Thanos yeah. copter though. Right now. Pause right. The yeah. Video and search up. <laughs> that's that's the Thanos copter. Yeah, you just saw it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So now, episode 5, episode 5. Okay. Uh, it opened up with a spinning camera. Oh yeah, the spinning camera was so good. That was that was really good. I loved that. Um, it, it's kind of funny how they got Richard E. Grant to, like, be in Loki for, like, a random role in that really bad suit. Well, it's not a bad suit. The, the 60s suit or whatever. No, that, that's his comic suit. Yeah, the comic suit. Yeah, the yeah. comic suit. That's why it's classic Loki. It's in his comic suit. Um, which... Yeah. May I say, between uh, WandaVision, a bit of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Loki, they've kind of been bringing back the comic suits. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if I'm happy um, about. I like when they do like a little refer- reference to like the source material yeah. in games like that. Or not games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just media. <laughs> media, yeah. Um, but there was little things like kid Loki having a juice box instead yeah, of a instead wine of a glass. Wine glass yeah. Um, 
Owen Wilson had a, a, a couple more funny moments in this. Like, yeah. when he was talking to the other guys, and they were like, you really didn't see Alligator Loki. And he's like, trust me, I'd remember if I arrested an alligator. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, also, reset charges, right? We got a close-up of one in episode one. It had a little orange dust yeah, that turned like into purple energy. Yeah. That, I'm pretty sure, is like a light. Because it was like purple energy, and it looked like a light, like the cloud of a light. So maybe they got the essence of Eliath to reset the timeline. But that's just a theory. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's just, just a theory. theory. Uh, Loki theory. A uh, Loki theory. Uh, also, I want to um, just something quick here. Sylvie's like weapon. She had this the prune stick, yeah, or whatever it's called. The, just prune the stick pruna, with like a the pruner. The pruner <laughs> <laughs> with like the knife on the end. I just thought that was cool. Yeah. Really, really cool prop design there. Especially, and then when she uh, stabbed herself with the pruner. Yeah. Um, uh, I, did not, I did not expect that. Yeah, that was it. And I feel like I really started to notice the score, like, really getting good yeah. in this episode. Like, the score was really good throughout the series, but in this episode, I think I really noticed it the most. Yeah, like, especially kind of with the Elias scene. Mm, yeah. I mean, they had that music it was really good but I, they kept, it, it felt like it was just on loop yeah. for some reason it was, so I was like yeah. can you still play this? <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, anything you want to say about that? Uh, how do you feel about Alligator Loki? Uh, it feels like a desperate attempt to try and make it funny. He was kind of cute though to be honest. Yes. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, it doesn't make him less cute. <laughs> it's an alligator. Um, and yeah. and when, he, when he bit off um, yeah, the Loki's arm. <laughs> I was like like is this is this MA or something? Like <laughs> Um, no, but when I first like saw like they were making a Loki thing, like I really yeah. expected that they kinda have like this feel, like of episode five when like they were like Loki going for president. Like I thought it was just gonna be anarchy and chaos and yeah, Loki travelling through time and just doing a bunch of random, random stuff, stuff. Yeah. messing up like a bunch of and I thought that was gonna be really fun. But it turned into this, and look, I'm not complaining, but... Yeah, I felt it could have gone more into personally Loki, but it felt mm. like Loki was a vessel to explore the TVA and set it up like the new Doctor Strange movie. That's what yeah. they're doing for that. Well, they're, they're setting up... Spoilers for the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Uh, they're setting up all sorts of things. Trailer. So they're setting up WandaVision, Spider-Man No Way Home... Doctor just Strange of the Multiverse of Madness. Just with all the multiverse. Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Didn't they go into that with uh, uh, What If as well? Yeah, they. What If? They've set up What If? They set up basically everything from now on. They set up. Um, they set yeah. They set up a bunch of stuff, but <clears throat> yeah, I thought Eliath's design was pretty cool as well. It's just a cloud though with a head. Oh, it's a purple cloud. Oh, I'm thinking of the wrong thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, it's just so. I find it so annoying and lazy. Yeah, and when this they is, just make the big villain like just an angry cloud. <laughs> this isn't the first time Marvel made a cloud a villain <laughs> as well. Yeah, I know. They. You, have you seen the original Fantastic Four movie? No. Have you seen the sequel to it? No. Galactus is a very, very interesting villain. He's very yeah, strong. I mean, he's got, um, he's got a, you know, yeah, what the, Galactus looks like. <laughs> he's the guy from Fortnite. He's the guy from Fortnite. Um, yeah, but he's got the funny looking helmet with the uh, horns. In a, in, <laughs> in, 
In Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer, uh, they yeah. made Galactus a literal cloud. They they made yeah, him a cloud. I find, yeah, it's just so lazy because, I mean, like, clouds can spread over the entire area and, like, cover a lot of ground. I know what, I can see why they did that, but Galactus, oh, sorry. Eliath. Eliath. Eliath should have, I, I think it could have been a bunch of, like, with the dog head or whatever yeah. that was, I feel like they could have made that into a bunch of, just a bunch of them scaring. Yeah, like that true. Would, I, like I an feel, organism or something. Yeah, like a bunch of them, and like, yeah, like a while they're line. fighting them, they're fighting like a dozen of them or something. Yeah, <clears throat> that would have been pretty cool. Um, but yeah. Hmm. Oh, and or, in, with the, talking about Goliath, when um classic Loki projected that city. Asgard, yeah. That, was that Asgard? That was Asgard. When he made that, I think a lot of people will talk, say that like the portal scene from Endgame was like really good. Mm-hmm. I think that was better than the portal scene. Be cool. <laughs> Please Be don't cool. hate me. Uh, yeah, well, that, that's a big call. I don't, I don't I mean, think I'm going to make that scene. Because I'm not a Marvel. Yeah. Scene, I reckon... That was just like the music and yeah. doing it, all that. Like it came back full of Okay, I okay. If if you ever watch the whole MCU, which I'm pretty sure it's impossible now, um, but if you ever do it, do that and then watch the portal scene again, because because it's also the first time that Captain America says Avengers assemble, which brings us to episode six, the final episode of Loki, uh, the series finale, with the most talking, yeah, um. It actually isn't the longest either. It's not. It's shorter than it the felt, one before. It felt long. I can tell it, you that. It much. felt long. Um, but this was the one that I like. Oh, I had like a. Yeah. Yeah, I like was. It, yeah. Cause okay, I'm gonna talk about the other series now. Spoilers for WandaVision and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> uh, they look. Marvel shows are pretty good. They're yeah. not great. They're not amazing. They're pretty good. Um, WandaVision, I had a lot of hope for it at the start. I thought that it was setting up something really big. Um, and then it just, it, the climax didn't happen. Like, it just sort of went down. It didn't go up. I mean, I didn't watch it, but... (laughs) Um, like, I thought, oh my god, like, is she, like, changing reality? Like, what the hell is she doing? Um, but no. She just, she just cried. And then imprisoned a bunch of people. And then went, "Uh uh-oh, whoopsies. And then Agatha was behind it all along, but she wasn't. Anyway, the finale kind of took me away from it. Um, I feel like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier had a lot of great messages in it. I thought that it was really... All of those messages were really well delivered. Um, But I didn't think technically it did anything too detrimental. Like, I feel like the story was good. The messages were good. But it was just sort of like a basic Marvel movie in the end. Um, Especially the finale, which was just like, We got the bad guys! Yippee! And so, looking at this, I wasn't too helpful, right? Yeah. I thought, God damn it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry for saying God. Um, <clears throat> I, this this finale is gonna ruin it for me, isn't it? Yeah. I've been really liking it so far. I thought they were gonna go really small with this. Yeah. Turns out, they opened up the whole multiverse for Marvel. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, like I've said, probably too many times. This, but. I'm not a Marvel fan, and I didn't really have high hopes for this. I thought it would just be, you know, your generic Marvel movie or TV show. Mm-hmm. 
but it was actually better than I expected. Yeah. I liked it. A hundred percent. Like after I, I saw like that the like what the story was gonna be, yeah. I was like, mm, is this gonna work though? Yeah, I, I think it, it definitely could have been better, but it was yeah. executed well. Yeah, it was good for what it was. Um uh so I look, he who remains, Jonathan Majors, he's meant to be in Okay, no, I just, oh, I just, I want to talk about so many things. Okay, I remember when I, the day before I watched the finale, I was at training, and I was like, oh my god, who's seen Loki? And one person went, hey, I have, do you think it's going to be Kang the Conqueror? And I go, no, it is not going to be Kang the Conqueror. Do you know why? Because he has a really long backstory, they're not going to explain it. If he does, they're not going to do him any justice, and guess who it was? Kang the freaking conqueror. Sorry, who? <laughs> okay. We don't have to go through his whole no, story. No, not yet. the whole story. Basically, Kang the Conqueror is a time traveler who takes over different timelines and things. So that's like the variance thing that he was talking about. Sort of. He isn't exactly like he is in the comics, because in the comics he has a future version, which is a good guy that he always butts heads with. He also becomes Iron Lad. Anyway, there's a long story behind Kang the Conqueror, but um basically he's pretty integral to the comic timeline and I didn't expect him to be in it because I thought he was going to be an Airman of the Wasp Quantumania and I didn't think that they were going to introduce him in this episode but yeah. they did and my expectations were subverted <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently um, <laughs> yeah but when yeah I was I was I was like my Marvel nerds were just sort of <laughs> doing all sorts of things that day yeah okay now what do you think of episode 6 um I think it was it was pretty good, especially when I think my one of my favorite bits when uh, Hunter B fifteen was trying to convince the other hunters that they were all variants. Yeah. And she showed them Judge Renslayer as That's like a teacher. school teacher. Like they did it so casually, but it was like this big mic drop. <clears throat> like oh. That's Judge Thingo. Yeah, Judge Renslayer. Yeah. Um, something that I probably should have said in episode five is that throughout the series, we've really seen Sylvie and Loki's relationship growth. Yeah. We've really seen the chemistry and the bond between these two, like, really start to form an action. Um, and so, I think that the best part for me was when they were fighting. Yeah. Because they seemed so torn, and they literally didn't want like, to... It, 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 the, the acting came across like they didn't want to do it, but they were. Yeah, and the whole thing is, is that Loki's trying to go, look, I'm a liar. I have lied, but you yeah. have to trust me. And I feel like that's the whole thing about this, like Loki arc of this series, is that he's lied, but he needs to be trusted right now, and he's trying to get past his lying. And all he does is betray, but this time he's trying not to betray. Yeah. Because betrayal can destroy the universe. Like, I wonder, I wonder if this this Loki is going to come back in future Marvel things, like changed as well, yeah. and how we might interact with Thor or future installments. Yeah, as but, well, there are a lot of fan theories about Kang coming back. I didn't yeah. believe any of them until well, it happened. He did say that, um, or he who remains slash Kang, whatever you want to yeah, call Kang. him. He did say that if you kill me, there will be multiple other variants of me, like in other multiverses and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that's what's gonna happen in. Well, I don't. Okay. So in season two, right? I reckon um, in season two, they're, um, they're gonna be like trying to figure out what the hell they've done, and they're gonna be like, oh, where's Loki? 
find Loki. Yeah. yeah, they find Loki and then they go, what the hell has happened? And then season three, Kang's back, baby. <laughs> he wants revenge. Um, and then he goes, hey, you guys, I'm on the throne. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, oh, do we have to review Loki season two now? Oh. <laughs> well, when, that, if, if, when or if that comes out, uh, yeah. we'll do it, I guess, maybe. If, um, yeah, sorry, you go. If we do, I don't know. Yeah. Um, also, if you sync up the finale of WandaVision and Loki, um, oh, really? The, yeah, there's a bit in the WandaVision finale where Wanda's like getting all this power and stuff, and then she changes into the Scarlet Witch, um, oh, yeah. which is like a superhero, right? Uh, and if you sync up Loki and, uh, ooh, sorry, WandaVision, yeah. when in episode six there's like thunder and stuff, and it's like, the end is dark nigh, or whatever, yeah. and it's like, I knew everything up to this point. When Wanda, when Wanda starts to get all her powers and turn into the Scarlet Witch, that's when the thunder happens, and that's when, like, Kang looks around. And so, maybe it's something linked, you know? Maybe. I don't think so. But maybe but Scarlet Witch did something. <laughs> maybe that's, like, another alternate timeline they'll explore. Yeah. Like, or, I don't know. Time travel's always just yeah, so time, confusing. I know! Especially, like, with Avengers, they try to, be, like, make it different. Yeah, and then but, they, they, they didn't. Because how could Captain America be there if the timeline that you messed up is just a different timeline it doesn't matter to you like <laughs> well this is, this is this is a talk for another episode yeah another I think episode we're starting to run out of okay. time so we might yeah have to wrap this wrap up. up but sort of. one other thing i just wanted to say is do you know how the time travel works not in the slightest okay <laughs> i think i know how the time travel works so i think the sacred timeline it's just a set event, and everybody sort of circles around it. Like, yeah. different groups sort of circle around it at different times. And so if one um, person breaches it, they just cut it off, and then they just keep on circling that. And then once it ends, he can't do anything about it. Yeah. Right? It's just going to keep on circling, it's going to keep on spreading, because the pers people that did make it will just start again. And so I think that's how it works. I don't know, though, because kind of messy and I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to I'm trying to grab the scraps and everything but anyway we should probably wrap this up soon so yeah so what, what was your score first of all I probably should have said what your score was let's see did I actually write it down somewhere here yes I, I, I did okay do you want me to go you you've go. got one for each episode yeah I know one. but I'll, 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 I've done them all right. okay I'm gonna go with 8 out of 10 8 out of 10 yeah Okay, I gave it a 6.9. 6.9? That's... That's a big difference. <laughs> 1.1! <laughs> 1. <laughs> 1. <laughs> I mean... That's a big difference. <laughs> um... Yeah, alright, so you're gonna stick with that 6.9? Yep. And I'm gonna stick with that 8.1, alright? So that means... 8.1 now. No, sorry, 8. <laughs> 8. Why did I say 8.1? Um... <laughs> anyway. So... I think... Overall, I'm pretty... I, I think I like Loki. Yeah, I, you? it was... Like I said, it was better than I expected, but it, it could have been better in some regards, but it definitely, it's, it was better than I expected and it set up future Marvel movies or TV shows, so. I mean, that's all you it, really want from a Marvel thing, just to set up the next couple of movies <laughs> that we have to spend 20 bucks on. Damn it. <laughs> um, oh gosh, what was I going to say? Okay. What was I going to 
gonna say? I don't know. Oh, I was just gonna say something. Oh, Kate Heron isn't directing season two. She's not? No. Oh. So. I assume she was the director of season She one. was the, the yep. director of season one. Phew. So, who do you reckon would be a good fit for season two of Loki? <laughs> okay, I think if Taika went on this, right, Taika Waititi, but we didn't go the same route that we went on, but we went more of that chaos anarchy, because yeah. maybe the multiverse is breached, and now we're sort of like... Yeah, I feel like in episode, oh, season two, there'll be less TVA stuff yeah. as well, yeah. I think I think we'll get more of that episode five sort of anarchy and stuff. Yeah, I, now, I really liked episode, I think it was my favourite. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, me too. Right. Or I think episode three or two. Yeah. I, I like yeah. Lamentus. The Lamentus was pretty good. I think it could have been better though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really. I, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. We're going. We're going to topic here. Okay. Uh. So next we're doing knives out. Knives out. Yes. Knives out. Um. And then that will be our final episode of season one. And so we'll come back maybe after. 2021, maybe 2022. Yeah, 2022 will come back. Will come back. Um, anyway, so I hope you enjoyed. Uh, thanks for listening. Not watching. <laughs> uh, I hope you have a good day slash night slash morning slash afternoon. Um, so, this is Alex. This is Archie. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>